Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, you lovely lot. Uh, welcome to this week's Tuesday Night Jaw that's coming out on a Wednesday. Uh, I've got an excuse. I'm recording this on my birthday, so, you know, give me a break. Um... I'm enjoying myself in London in a conference room with my guest today, who I'll introduce in two seconds. Uh, you were listening to this on the wonderful Distraction Pieces Network. Uh, amazing network to be part of. I've just been added to the WhatsApp group, so I'm super excited now uh, to be in there with all, all the crazy people that do amazing work on this network, including my podcast of the week is Dr. Susie Gage. Say, say why to drugs. Say why. Not no, not yes. It is an amazing listen. Uh, she did CBD oil this week, uh, which is a massive thing at the minute, especially in the UK. So check that out. Find out all the pros, the cons, and the verdict from someone far more intelligent than me. Uh, Susie is a very, very awesome host who is far more intelligent than me. But if there's one thing I know about, it is wrestling. And I've got a wrestler on my podcast. Uh, this week's guest is the hottest commodity in the UK scene at the minute. It is the OJMO. Michael, mate, welcome along. Hi, thank you for introducing me. Yes, yeah. for saying that bar. Uh, and for new people to then be disappointed. So this is the thing. So, because a lot of people brought this up with, with the change. My first guest on the podcast was Chris Sharp, mm-hmm. which is to a lot of people probably a little bit of a surprise. Um, but the reason I asked you is because I want this to, to, to be a theme and I want it to be a theme of doesn't matter, doesn't matter uh, your stature, uh, if you're a wrestler, if you're, if you're a referee, if you're a ring announcer or whatever, as long as you've got a good story to tell, welcome on the podcast. And I think at a minute you've got a good story to tell. Yeah, yeah wrestling-wise, absolutely. Just, just in the sense that I can, what's been happening has just been absolutely unexpected. Let's, let's just dive in because Go for it. I feel... Because I hate making statements like this because there will always be someone out there. I did, really good example of this. I tweeted out the other day, uh, Dragonoff versus Devlin mm-hmm. was my match of the year uh, up in Newcastle uh, for the Burgers weekend yeah. because it's, it's, for me, the best match I've ever commentated on because it was just one of the moments where it was magic and someone replied to the tweet and this is me not calling them out and, and I know exactly why they did it. They were like, wait until you see Cara Noir versus Pac. And it's one of the moments where I know exactly where they're coming from, but I'm also yeah. like, 
we're allowed to like all yeah. of the stuff. Oh yeah, exactly. It's absolutely fine to be all like, of the stuff. <laughs> you don't need to bring it. It's almost like, and then and then sometimes there's always that response. People be like, nah. You're yeah, wrong. yeah, <laughs> and, and and this is it. And uh, so when I say things like you've been having arguably the best month or two out of anyone on the UK scene, someone will come up and, and and bring up another person. But I think in terms of you going from a person that a lot of people know within a certain scene or a certain section of the scene, so with, for instance, down south, you know, you, you you wrestle a lot for a lot of London companies and a lot of surrounding areas, but. I think you've started to come on a lot of people's radar. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it kind of started around about when we did Super Strong Style Weekend. We're talking this year? This year. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, well, that's when, well, that was my, I guess the Strong Style is a chapter. Yes, it is. So yeah. that, that would have then officially been my, my chapter show debut. See, that, that's crazy. Which people, yeah, which surprises people. But yeah, I like, yeah, I haven't. Because <laughs> you've had a pre-show match. I've had a few. You've had a, free, a few, yeah. Yeah, like maybe like I probably wrestled for progress probably maybe six, seven times before that. Yeah, but never on, never on a main show, never and, on a main chapter show. And you, you turn up for the the annual Wasteman Challenge. And and you and Connor Mills as well, who weren't even booked to the weekend. Which like this we is my so. Kind of tell people how that came about if you can. I, I I've not been embargoed, so I, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine to like talk about it in the sense that it was just like we made sure that we left Strong Style open just because we're going to be around it. We were a part of, uh, we were going to go down anyway. He and I. Then we got made to be a part of a certain show on night one. Maybe, after, maybe potentially, potentially some, you some know, yeah, just just with monsters and ice dragons and stuff like that potentially maybe so we, we got to be part of that so that was cool and then we made sure that on day two uh, I think uh, what was I doing on day two well actually I had RevPro on day two yeah. but the plan was to be there so I wrestled Irie one on one yeah yeah for RevPro and I was like well I'm going to go down to Progress Weather and there was the junior after parties um, the junior like concert at the Dome so I went yeah. down to that and it was the morning of on day three it was the morning of and people don't believe me because like they were seeing me like on day one, like yeah. helping out with me to like take the pictures for Kyle O'Reilly's yeah, meeting. Yeah. They're like, oh man, it'd be cool to see you wrestle here. I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> like, and then, you know, I walk out on day three. Mm. Me and Mills are in the Wasteman Challenge that we found out about that morning. Yeah. And then, of course, people were like, ah, oh, you did great. You, you fooled us. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fool you. I got fooled, I, I guess. guess. There's something about Alexandra Palace because. Uh, when we did the the Passover episode with Jim, he told the story about Miko Satomura being there last year and mm. and how now she got the booking in progress and explained the reason why it took a year. But that's Miko was just hanging out and Emmy Sakura was just hanging out. Alexandra Palace has just become this place where, like, come September, I don't know, there'll just be someone hanging out. Like, I don't know, John Cena will turn yeah, up yeah, and say, "Hey, man, do you want to just jump into this? Like, this is great." But I think I think the moments are what make independent wrestling great because they become spontaneous and become organic and the fact that you've come from one day wrestling Irie mm-hmm. to being making your, your progress chapter debut and then it's not slowed down since yeah no exactly so that would have been so that was in May and yeah. then the month of June if like the fact that I can package the month of June as like the, a crazy month especially since it's two years since my first match mm. but then everything that happened is in that month 
as we'll, which I'm sure we'll get in, onto is just it gets even wilder. Yeah. But um, and mainly that's with the combination of repro and then ending with progress. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know I said to you before before we start recording this. Don't want anyone to ever think this is a this is a progress podcast or oh, any yeah, not, yeah, no, no, no. We are, we are a independent. I won't say hashtag independent. Oh, yeah, David Star might sue me. Then you think uh, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we, we are we are a neutral podcast here. Um, so that I think you creeping up in Rev Pro has been really interesting because I think what Rev Pro has been doing really really well this year is giving opportunities to a lot of new talent. Because I think RevPro, for a lot of people, fell into the category of, oh, hey, insert person's going to be here from New Japan. Mm-hmm. But I think what they've done really well is balance that with the newer guys like yourself and giving you guys opportunities to, to show how good you are. And, I mean, you've come off the back of just doing Victoria Warehouse where you wrestled Shingo, you know, who's just on Best of Super Juniors, has just absolutely tore it up with Will... Uh, in that final, really had his coming out party in that tournament, and the first person they think about putting against is you. That's and that's that's exactly what just blows my mind. I was like, oh right, I think about all those things. What you just said, and you, you the thing is, it's not even funny. You could probably tell me more about Shingo because you, you love for <laughs> Dragon Gate, but like that's happened. He's fresh off all that mm-hmm. stuff, and Andy's like, well, who's going to wrestle him now that he's coming to the UK? And it's me. It's just a, it's a absolutely humbling and overwhelming kind of experience and there's so much pressure so much pressure yeah. and I can't I can't overstate how much pressure there is for me to be in that kind of situation again in this at this stage of my career in terms of time yeah. at this stage of my career how long I've been doing it and and of course you had that match with Pac at the cockpit which is it's awesome I've watched it I loved it it was brilliant <laughs> Thanks. Um, so because I've known you for a while, because obviously we've met through progress and stuff, and I used to wind you up and, and tee up, <laughs> saying that you were my favourite person in the, in the team, which T, which T still still says to this day. But it's true. <laughs> I love you both equally. Um, but what do you think has changed? What 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 do you think is the thing that that has made you go from being the guy that's getting a lot of work, but has just been in the room with Irie, Shingo, and Pack? I think uh, oh, I think I have to think Will Osprey. Yeah, which is the which is obviously. Hey, Will's Will's got deserves a lot of credit for a lot. Of oh people, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's a, but it's, it's absolutely the worst thing you can do on the internet is to think Will Osprey. <laughs> no, no, but like, but Osprey is yeah. like a lovely person in my opinion. He's done nothing but help me from the very beginning of mm. my career, and um, I think it started with Frontline. He yeah. started Frontline his own promotion last year, and I came down to that and I was like, this is. There was always, there's always going to be, there's so much wrestling, especially during this boom, and there's so many new promotions that some of them start to just become murky waters in terms of booking the same people yeah. or looking the same. And this was one of the promotions where I was like, okay, I'm going to add this to my pile of new promotions to, just to watch, mm. because it was like, he's trying something different. He's trying to have a Japanese take on British wrestling, bring it here for yeah. us all to enjoy. And that, that first show was just amazing. I was like, that's the wrestling I want to do. Then, of course... Uh, the wrestling I wasn't doing, the wrestling I was doing at the time, people wouldn't think that that's how I'd want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And that's on me, in hindsight. At the time, I didn't understand it because I asked Will months months in. I had some injuries. And once I was back from injuries, I just asked Will, what can I do to eventually work for Frontline? And he just said that he sees me as a comedy wrestler. And I was like, ah, oh, 
And he's like, well, if you're right, like, and he said, he told me to prove him wrong, but that's how he sees me. I was like, man, I said, you, you are wrong, Will, but I will now, from this point on, try and prove you wrong. And that was in like August, August of 2018. So it was from then I was like, I've got to approach how people are looking at me online on social media and what I'm putting out there. If it is just me doing funny stuff or being witty, because yeah. that's, that's how I'll get likes, yeah. then, well, people will see that, and other wrestlers and other promoters will see that and see, oh, that's all he can do, and that's what he's about. So I was just like, well, let me put the training I've been doing to actual use, and let me actually try and like wrestle the best I can in terms of having great matches. Yeah. I didn't think that I would be like one of the people that would be responsible or capable of having great matches, at least early on. Mm. But then things kept coming my way when I just changed kind of my tune and added more, not cool moves, but just just worked on the stuff of my in-ring. Yeah. And then Frontline came along and then uh, RevPro came along. It, just, it, was, it was just kind of a snowball. It's interesting with wrestling and something that I found over the years where when, when someone new is coming in and breaking into the business, I think... Um, what a lot of promoters or trainers even or even the wrestlers themselves will, will always will always back the thing that they're naturally good at. So for instance with you, you know, you've got a you've got a history, you've got an acting history, yeah. and you, know, like you do voiceover work and stuff like that, and you've always been a well spoken, charismatic person. So I feel like everyone's positioned you as like, oh, you know, Michael's Michael's a talker, Michael's a guy who's got the character, Michael's got the catchphrases and stuff like that. And I think there is it's always really important in someone's career when they have that realisation they can be more mm. and I think that's something that you know you you, type, you know, as you should be very grateful to Will for because it takes someone like Will to, to identify that in you because I can tell you a million times about the people that, that I've seen and you know I've just, I've just I did distraction pieces with, with Pitt today I was talking about the first time I ever saw Zach, Zach Gibson wrestle thought he was the worst wrestler in the world <laughs> I legitimately thought yeah. he was terrible and I, I you know I'm like and, and then we end up teaming together in one of my last matches and I was like this kid's going to be amazing but if you told me then ah oh, he's going to be one of the best promos in the country I'd have been like Psh. he would have ran away from a microphone and then he becomes the wrestler and then he does the you know the moment in his in his career where he turns heel and then all of a sudden he's the promo guy and it's but it's them moments where you have someone that's mentoring you that identifies more in you yeah. and I think that's that's really really awesome thing for you to happen especially in um, like you know we can talk a little bit about frontline because I look at their, them young lions and that is a, <laughs> that's a shark tank man like you got Jay Joshua yeah. Nico's in there you know yeah. even Callum kind of, and like yeah. they're all guys that have got so much talent and you know they they are literally just a handful that come off the top of my head and I think for you to go in there and have that reputation of like hey he's the kid that does all the hey now we play yeah. and like and, and have wrestling matches I think that's a credit to you yeah that was, the, that was the cool thing about it that I just came in and immediately it was like it was to start a program for a title match yeah and it wasn't the heavy, it wasn't the, the title that what's even the, the credit the thing that like I pat myself on the back for for me and Sharp was it wasn't for the main title, the heavyweight title. Yeah. It wasn't for the title that Mark Haskins has yeah. that David Starr is going to challenge for. It's for the European Openweight Championship. Mm. And I feel like because of the way we built it, that was why Will chose it to close the show. Yeah. Even though they had Starr and Haskins and Shah have that yeah. match. And so that was like a real 
a real accomplishment in my in my mind. Probably one of the biggest ones I've had in my career so far. And the fact that like I was like a year ago, I was like there in a cast watching the first front of my show in this building. Like I want to yeah. wrestle here. Yeah. And then a year later, I'm like in the title match, <laughs> main event. In, uh, yeah. yeah. So what was what was the match in terms of of wrestling that that you had that that the light bulb went off in your head or the switch happened where you were like, oh no, I'm 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 finally becoming the the wrestler I want to be. There was, oh, I think TK Cooper. I wrestled TK Cooper uh, for RevPro in Southampton, and I knew I'm trying to remember the date, but. Oh, yeah, anytime I listen to like shooting me as a podcast, like the wrestlers always know like the date, oh, dude. the town. Dude, I am the worst. I have I no idea. Worst, yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, and I'm a commentator. I'm gonna know this stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm literally starting to a cage match open, going, "Oh yeah, I think oh, it's yeah, this day." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I just got a cage match profile today. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad you did because I was uh, <laughs> I was looking you up the other day for um, uh, the tag match she had in progress, okay. and cause just because my because it was the chapter thing. Because in my head, I've seen you a million times at Progress. So in my head, I was like, oh, he's, I can't remember when his chapter debut was. And then I looked you up and I was like, oh, he hasn't even got a profile. So like, I had to ask around and I was like, oh, it was his debut. Yeah, so. that's, that's it. But um, yeah, yeah, so the match with TK, I think, uh, was the first time I had a match where people would say, where people, where fans online were saying there were opinions. I mean, it's opinions, but like mm. some of them were actually saying that that was the match of the night. And like that was just like a cool feeling that I didn't think I'd have at that point, especially on that show, uh, because Southampton crowd didn't really know who I am. Yeah. No, well, they didn't. They had no idea who I was, actually, at all. Uh, so it was a task to win them over, cold against TK Cooper, who was fresh off. He did fresh off the promo that he did. Mm. So, okay, so it would have been February time. Yeah. Freaking time. Then. And we just had, like, we just took our time. It was just it was slow paced, but then when it got going, the crowd was just right with it, and yeah. they were right with me. And I was like, "Oh man, you just wrestled." And the girls, the key thing was it wasn't me doing anything outlandish in terms of character stuff. We just wrestled. We just did cool stuff. And then I was like, "Oh, I can I can do more of this. I can do more matches like this." And then pro wrestling soul, I had some matches with Ashmore. I think yeah. that was before then. And then Endakara, just singles matches. That was, that was like one of the first places that I was getting like just. To, the chance to have singles matches, yeah, and I was I was happy and satisfied with my performance, and everybody else was happy with them. So I was like, okay, this is I can do this. So that a little bit of confidence, yeah. Piece, right? Feedback as well. Um, getting feedback from other wrestlers has helped me tremendously. Mike Bailey, mm-hmm. oh my god, they, he he put out a tweet just saying, hey, if anybody you know wants some feedback for matches, be free to DM me. And I um, I'd known Mike Bailey for a while just because. He followed me first on Twitter, and I was like, "Hey, dude, thanks for following me. Why did you follow me?" <laughs> he said he saw something with my stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. Thank you." And I, I showed him a message, just, "Hey, here's a match. If you don't mind, send mm-hmm. feedback." I've received feedback from wrestlers, and it's always been helpful and valuable. He sent back an essay, yeah, an essay of stuff. And I was like, mind blowing. And I still look back to it sometimes of one match that I sent him the feedback, and I still learn stuff from that, mm. and that's helped me with match structure and. Different stuff that I can do that that works for me. It's and it's it's so it's such an important part of, of wrestling, right? Yeah. You know, and and we we had a pre-show match up in Manchester with uh, a progress. This is with uh, Luke Jacobs and Sonny Durston. I watched that. That was amazing. Oh my gosh! So it was so good. And, <laughs> and it's so I've known Sonny since day one, mm-hmm. and, and Luke's my boy. 
uh, Luke and Ethan, uh, the young guns. And I think the thing that made me more happy than the way they carried themselves and the match they had was was watching on the balcony with all the boys and watching them react to stuff and then watching them go, you know, like, as you would have been told as well because you come from a very good training school, always asking you feedback, you always going to see the guys in the locker room and what, just watching them interact was like such a lovely moment because not only did they have a great match but they now are going to have even better advice going forward. Yeah. And like, it's such an invaluable part and I probably should mention at this point, this podcast might be a little bit more insidery yeah. than we usually would do mm-hmm. um, but this is I think I feel like you know this is again I think it goes on record as saying like it's, it's our experience of how we found wrestling um, which is yeah. an important part but it is so important to have that advice and, and again and seek it out you know because sometimes you're going to hear stuff that you don't want to hear and it's hard of man. course of course of course like I think <laughs> The, the most the key thing I keep hearing is to put on size for me but yeah. I know but I and I know and I hate it because but I, of course of course you know, yeah like because like, I was yeah. that guy though yeah of course yeah. like because yeah, 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 you know yeah, back, yeah. back in back in all this <laughs> when I was wrestling I was, I was you I, I just couldn't do it I just couldn't do it and and it's so frustrating because you feel like that's blocking you getting everything else you need because everyone's like you need to eat you need to put size on you're like Man, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally eating everything like, in the fridge, it's, it's, like you yeah. know. What I mean? And like, I get that. It's frustrating, yeah, yeah. right? But then it's also a cool thing when they like they say they praise you in so many things. So it's almost like they're saying that's just the one thing. The one thing. That's yeah. just the one thing, which is a cool a cool thing when you when you when you just look at it a different yeah perspective. Yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like asking feedback has just really helped me. Yeah, like I guess like progress. Than I yeah, probably should. And, it, and it does, and it, and it and it does, and you know you you, you obviously start training in knockalocks, right? With with yeah. Daz and um, Eddie and all the guys that go down there, and again, I probably missed a million people, but I think what's a real testament to that school is not just the talent that's coming out of it, but it's your willingness to get outside of your bubble. Mm-hmm. With with you, Connor, Chuck, TK, Spike, uh, Candy. I see you everywhere. And if I'm seeing you everywhere, that's a good thing because I'm not part of a London scene. Right, yeah. That's, that's, just the, that's just what makes the most sense to us. As in, like, I always felt like it makes sense to start where you are of course. and then spread out. So don't just immediately start trying to go to, I don't know, Newcastle. Yeah, um, and then, <laughs> well, like, old Wolverhampton scene is yeah, everyone well, lives well, in. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna <laughs> the let, whole of the independent wrestling scene is in, based in, in Wolverhampton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but like it's like try and get get your name where you are, yeah. and then try and then move from place to place, and then but then even so, while you're while you're still learning, while you're still trying to get your name out there, travel to a place, travel to shows, yeah, help out, just show your face. Yeah, um, for sure. I think that's like a big help, and yeah, that's just been instilled in us by Daryl and others yeah. that's just how wrestling works and that's, yeah. that's a key part to get and that's probably a thing like you've probably seen me at progress shows more not wrestling yeah. than wrestling yeah. so it probably just seems like I'm there all the time yeah. but um, but that's kind of the idea of like getting better and getting out there and becoming yeah. a bigger name which is what we're trying to do yeah and, and for sure and it's great and like you know there's, there's slightly newer guys to me uh, in the form of like Jordan Brakes and, mm. and uh, NIC now that I'm starting to see a little bit more of and see it at different places, um, we we actually, um, me and my my friend, my housemate actually, uh, Craig, who's one of the half of the Tetsujin 
uh, guys. We watched uh, Scotty Davis versus John Brakes from, from Seoul, Seoul the other day. We both said, we were just sat on the couch, we looked at each other and went, the place has got something. Mm. Like, there's a vibe about it. And I, I love Geo, man. Like, Geo's, Geo's the boy, yeah, and yeah. like, it's, it's a little, you've got a little bit of something growing there, right? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Like, like, four or five shows you're on now? I think, yeah, I think this is the fourth one coming. No, no, the fifth one coming now, yeah. yeah. So they're doing a th- one on Thursday, it's got Chris Brooks on it. I just got announced. I'm wrestling Scotty Davis again, so yeah, which is just I could do. I feel like we're gonna wrestle each other so many times, <laughs> yeah. so many times <laughs> this year alone, which I'm really excited for. But like, yeah, Soul is like, it's got this real cool vibe from the from show number one. Mm-hmm. He's done a good job in branding. I think that's a cool. That's yeah. an important part. It's a very of, important part of promotion. Yeah. He's really thought of making sure that there's a distinct look to it, that there's a presence online. Yeah, and it it looks like a. It, He's made it look cool. Yeah. Anything you see of it, it's like, oh, that looks cool. Or, yeah. And then also, it makes you just, then there's, there's Kafka Cup antics. You're like, okay, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's all great. I think it's, I think that's important because, you know, there's no one really on that show outside of people like Scotty Davis and Chris Brooks coming in that you guys are in that scene anyway. But, you know, you're making other people outside your scene look at you guys differently. And, and I think that's, that's a real big part of wrestling. And as much as you want to, you know, you can go on about being a pure wrestler and I love wrestling, but aesthetics are very important in wrestling and that's not just um, in terms of wrestlers or people on the shows, it's in terms of how the promotion is presented. It's where you look, yes. Sometimes it's like you can, if you have the best, if you yourself have the best physique, the best gear in yeah. the world, you're like a million bucks, but like, there's just like, you're wrestling in a place that just says like, mold in the scene yeah, yeah, then it just is yeah. like what's the actual point so or like <laughs> real American wrestling posters yeah, exactly yeah, exactly. Yeah. but then they, then Soul is like it's in a library but it's just yeah. such a unique vibe it looks good there's great lighting yeah and then you get sometimes you get unique matchups if, if it's not unique matches matchups then it's unique yeah. matches like he's had uh, rounds he has rounds yeah the aggression match for with, sure. with Daryl Allen yeah had that. which was which got me excited. You know, yeah. I, I love wrestling and yeah. I love pure wrestling. So I saw that and I was immediately like, boom. Even the little things of having a match graphic that looks different, a tail of the tape, uh, a presentation of, hey, this is going to be an athletic contest between two professional wrestlers. That stuff stands out. You know, and it's not that you guys are just doing that because you're doing more, you know. And, and again, like you said, there's the, the character, <laughs> character element of stuff. And, yeah. there's, and I think that's great, you know. Um, and yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's good when people outside of your bubble go oh that's interesting you know yeah. you know, we, we have it up in the northwest as well because mm. we were quite aware of our reputation and it is a bit old fashioned and a bit like you know oh northern wrestlers and wrestling whatever <laughs> but you know we've got guys that, you know like the guns coming through Sona coming through even people like Big Joe um, oh, Big Joe Guns yeah. that is uh, who's, who's doing a comedy character there's still people now looking at us slightly different because the, the, the way they're being presented is, is slightly different. So, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right. You've done some killer stuff this year. Rest some killer people. I'm going to ask you about aspirations this year. Who is... Right, first of all, who's on your to-wrestle list? Second of all, where's on your to wrestle list? So it could be anywhere. I didn't have a. See, I don't really have a to wrestle list because yeah. I cannot. Again, because if you look at who I've wrestled, yeah. they were not on my list. No, no. But of course I'd like to wrestle Pack <laughs> yeah. and Shingo and stuff like that. And Walter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I. Oh. No, but now with that happening, I if I am to now look at, okay, what can be next? Mm-hmm. I'd love to wrestle one on one Zack Sabre Jr. Oof, yeah. I'd like, I, I I would love that to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could happen this year. I don't know. I'm not the guy in charge of promotions. No, but of course like, not. I feel like I feel like the way things are and the matches I've been given. Um, I feel like that's a possible thing. And obviously he's the he's the rev pro British heavyweight champion. Yeah. But this that's that's just a goal of mine that I feel yeah. like at this point. Well, if I've done this, then maybe I can do this. Yeah. And then. Again, one on one, I'm doing. I'm saying myself as high as possible. Like Sabre Junior, Walter in the singles too. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with that. You should you should have dreams and aspirations, and you should verbalize them, put them out there in the universe. Yeah, no, those are the things. I did it. Well, that's the thing. Like I did that with Walter, and then I got exactly. the, the tag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, Who'd have thought you'd ever be in a tag match team with David Starr against Walter and Iria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I know it was going to be Muller, but. This is it. These yeah, things so. happen. And, yeah. You know, you made the most of that one, so... Yeah, yeah which is yeah. awesome, too. So yeah. is there anything on the list of where you want to go, uh, country-wise or promotion-wise? So uh, I always... I, I, I've got north this month, and I was, yeah. I've been, I have been chomping at the bit to go there to wrestle. Just go, I support Newcastle. Yeah. So, oh, so there's just like a cool little sentimental thing of like wanting to wrestle there, and then I've watched their shows, and it's like, it's so cool. That crowd, man. Crowd <laughs> and, Crowd are all about it, yeah. And again, presentation-wise, yeah. they look, they're, they're the business. Um, so I'm thinking of new ones, and I've wrestled for Fight Club, technically, technically. But I would like to wrestle for them in Wolverhampton, like for their shows in Wolverhampton. Yeah, so I think that's the next one. That's yeah. interesting. It's good. It's, Fight Club's always an interesting one. Obviously, I was there for a good few few years, oh, yeah. and it's it's always been interesting of of, of the people that haven't. And, and and you kind of always go, that's that's something that you'd think that would have happened and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. But then again, like just verbalizing it and and putting it out there, you know, makes people think about it, makes people talk about it. So I like it. Cool. How come you support Newcastle? Because we, we talk about football in this podcast, so it's fine, don't worry about it. Alan Shearer, when I was a kid, was my favorite footballer. But I didn't really like 
pay attention to like the club aspects of football when I was like a kid when I was like yeah. five four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just knew England. That's yeah. my team. Yeah. Alan Shearer is the striker. Yeah. So he's my favourite. And then then I was like, oh my my brother, my dad, they all support clubs. I was like, I don't know. All right, I'll support one too. What one does Alan Shura play for? Okay, that one. <laughs> it's a, I, so I used to support Rovers, Blackburn Rovers. Um, and the only reason I've said this before on the podcast, the only reason I don't support them anymore is because um, the club got bought, the club changed, and I fell out of love with the club, not the team. Uh, but I used to support Rovers because I used to live in um, Cornwall, but I used to go and watch them on the play. Uh, and the reason why I started supporting Blackburn Rovers is because I was a glory supporter and they won the league in 94, 95. So I was like, ah, oh. so I, I thought I was dead smart. So we end up winning the league. Next season, she leaves. Like, <laughs> we like, we were like anywhere near the top of the league forever. And I was like, oh, now I'm stuck supporting this team. No, um, just blank. But yeah, but yeah I, I mean, I'm, if there's anyone that knows about it, I've been there. Teams being up and down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's always crazy because it's, it's, me and Jim used to talk about this all the time where. There was a time in, in, in British wrestling when there wasn't a lot of people like football. Mm. And now you've got loads of people like football. And then you've got people that like Volta who support uh, Schalke. And like everyone's supporting other teams. And it's like, oh, come in, let's talk right, about football. Yeah, and yeah, like, exactly. it's, I love it. I love it. Because really I've been cool. waiting for years to, to do it. <laughs> so I had to, I had to deal with Ashton Smith and Sam Bailey supporting <laughs> Manchester teams. <with> it. <laughs> it's been an absolute nightmare. Um, cool. Right. Aspirations. I like that. That was good. Get it out there. I've, I've, I've started doing it myself. I tweeted the other day about wanting to do Dragon yeah, so Gate. Like, hey, why not? Exactly. Why can't it happen? Exactly. That's it. That's it, yeah. This is it. We've yeah. seen the possibilities now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in terms of what you've actually got coming up, is there anything you can tell us about that's coming up? Well, of course, there is... Oh, what am I actually announced? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of good stuff coming up, but yeah. some that isn't announced and just like, like shows at like big venues, which is cool. Yeah. Um, You've obviously got MPS. MPS, that's the one. I that's, guess. The that's, that's, one that's, that's the big one, isn't it? That's the big one. Which we don't, we don't know who you're facing, but we know who's in that lineup. And I mean, it's um, this is this is me completely detached from the company. Yeah. Completely, it's a lineup that I would have not anticipated or picked. There's people in there, for instance, like Muller, Maloney, you, that I would have been like, yeah. But there's other people in that lineup that. I would have never thought about, and that is not a negative because the people that are in there, I think, has made it a far more interesting mix. Mm-hmm. So, looking at that lineup, looking at that ro- like that roster to pick from, who would you like to face? Um, I've, I've wrestled a lot of them. Um, I haven't wrestled Dan Maloney on one on one. I've I've wrestled Karen won a British rounds match. Yeah, which was insane. Yeah, I was like I've never. <laughs> Yeah, he beat the ever loving crap. Oh yeah, he don't yeah. mess about. Yeah, but he's but at the same time, it was one of my best matches. I think that was in that might have been in May as well. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, or June, just that kind of yeah. in the same space of just just crazy matches. I feel like you and Cara might be a match that a lot of people really want to see because yeah. you're on a very similar um, trajectory at the minute, and it's going up, and That's there's a lot of buzz around you too. Yeah, he's but he's one of the best that in the country. That's just full stop, yeah. hands down. So like, I'd love to wrestle him again. Um, who else is in there? I'm intrigued to invite Muller though. I like as in like someone that I he's from WXW, and just to be able to say that I've wrestled him would be really intriguing because I, I haven't seen a lot of him. But uh, yeah, I met him when he, he came and trained with Fine Spirit for a bit. Yeah, I met him over, and he did a show over there. Yeah, he hit you hard. Uh, <laughs> well, I bet, I bet if he's like a, <laughs> he's a yeah, Volta, yeah, bring camp as well. Yeah, exactly. Thing. 
Yeah. So I think I think that'd be that'd be the one that I'd be looking for the most. Again, I mean, I want to have three matches. Like, yeah. It's the final, so there'll be like Scotty Davis is in there. Scotty Davis is in there yeah, too. Again, we could wrestle at some point. Like it could just happen. Yeah. We're wrestling again. I, I, don't, I won't be surprised if it happens again. Yeah. Uh, so but the key is, you know, and my hope is to. I am hoping legitimately to win it. So. Yeah, yeah. Again, because obviously we're doing Ali Pali the day after, and there's a. It's an interesting time in progress at the Mini Man. Like, and again, that's completely removed from the company. That is, it feels like a, a bit of a, a change, a transition period for sure. Yeah. Same. Well, that's it's, it's like what you were saying with Repro. Yeah. And you know what's even funny? I I see that there's a correlation between giving new guys a chance and fans looking at a card and being like hmm mm-hmm. well, it's not <laughs> yeah it's not oh, it's not blow away and I was like well that's that's great that's great mm-hmm. because also the people who are on that card we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we blow blow yeah. you away and that's it there's, there's, there's an appetite for, for, to, for you guys to impress because you know and there's a lot of people that have said about oh you know the scene's gonna uh, going to be weakened because people have taken a step up or they're not around anymore and I, I really disagree with that because I feel like the thing uh, for me is uh, I've seen that there's people bubbling under the surface mm-hmm. and it's going to take it's going to take a little while but I think the minute it starts clicking for everyone I think it's going to start waking people up to a lot of different things and you know and be really exciting like I'm really really excited at the minute about a lot of people um, and, and not just not just the guys like uh, I know you, I think you were with with her this weekend, Danny Luna. Oh, dude, she's one of my favorite wrestlers. She's unreal. <laughs> she's, she's one of my favorite wrestlers. And, and this, this, you know, like, <laughs> don't be, ch- you know, choking up any woke points. I'm not, I'm not going for that. I mean, there's like, regardless of gender, she's one of the hottest prospects in this country. Ninety percent. By I've seen her, I've seen her live two or three times, yeah. um, and. She, if she carries on, she's gonna be a killer, man. Yeah, yeah. I think the best of her. I think like she's gonna. I, I have really like high hopes for her career, and I and I wish her always. I always wish her the best, and I'm always yeah, like yeah, congratulating yeah. her on whatever she's doing. Uh, so like that's that's like a big one. Who's like? So yeah. who's who for you? I think we'll 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 wrap, we'll wrap up on this question. Who's who for you is the person that might have not been noticed yet that you think is going to be the next one to start getting a lot more attention I won't say break out because I feel like it adds pressure to someone right of course uh, well Jordan Brakes is getting more attention and yeah. I think rightfully so he's got a style that he's decided that that's the wrestling he likes and yeah. so that's the wrestling he watches that's the wrestling that he does yeah. so I feel like naturally by him being one of the few that works that style he's going to slowly but surely just open people's eyes and be in more places he really he really really reminds me of old Gallagher which is with the again if you, you saying that that's like, the ultimate compliment and it's not <laughs> and it's not just the mutton chops and I mean that there's he's got uh, uh, he's just got it and 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 a little glint in his arm and might yeah he's yeah, uh, yeah him, him one of my dream matches at the minute is him versus Johnny Kidd before Johnny Kidd can't go anymore well that there you go Johnny Kidd wrestles for the first soul show in Dow in a rounds match and he's just and that was just like a spur of the moment yeah like we need a replacement because Mills is hurt. Yeah, Johnny Kid. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. British wrestling yeah. legend Johnny Kid. That can I feel like that can definitely happen. I, I remember watching a Johnny Kid match when I was sixteen. So mm. it, him and Robbie Brooks had in, in, in a rounds match, which was the first time I ever saw British wrestling because I was, you know, when we were coming in, we just watched 
early Ring of Honor and it blew me away yeah, and that changed my whole outlook on wrestling so yeah, yeah that's me throwing something to the universe Jordan yeah. Brains yeah 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 that day that'd be awesome yeah Jordan there's a uh, kid Danny Black who uh, he I think he's just one of the new frontline young li- frontline young lions yeah. I think he just became one of the new ones he's like really athletic he's a young young lad but um, he's getting in real good shape he's mm. got like, just like some unique moves he's got a good head on his shoulders which is probably the most important yeah, thing yeah the very yeah very um, much so I, I would tell people to look out for him because I think he's going to do real well love it right um, where can we find you on the, the old socials you can find me at the OJMO on Twitter the OJMO on Facebook and Instagram the OJMO.com is where you can get my merch it's, it's all it's all the same the OJMO if you just search that in you'll find me uh, that's probably the main Pluggable things, and that's yeah. where you can see me, message me, and contact me. My favorite thing today was uh, Adam from Who Does Progress Social Media today uh, sorted us out a conference room in his place of work, which is really, really lovely. Apparently, this is where the green lit world of sport oh, relaunch. So, uh, look at there you go. Uh, and yeah, he sorted it all out. And, and this was completely spare at the moment because we were struggling to find somewhere to do this. Right. Um, so, he comes and lets me in today. Um, what t-shirt is he wearing? Oh, Jimbo t-shirt. I was like, there you go. He's meant to be. <laughs> I saw him, he was like, I am so embarrassed right now. I was like, no, no, by all means. <laughs> Wear it with pride in front of me. I, I love that. I was, because um, I, I recorded with, with Pip today and I was in a, a coffee shop over in Hoxton and uh, I'm wearing a progress t-shirt and he was like, oh, you're interested, man. I was like, Funny enough, I'm just about to go and record a wrestling podcast. He's like, oh, no ways. So I think I've got one more listener. So if you listen to that man in the coffee shop, uh, whose name you didn't give me, uh, but it was very nice. Uh, welcome to Tuesday Night Jaw. Uh, look, Michael, man, uh, I really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Um, we're going to get you back on in the future. And yeah, see what's happening I am super excited to see what the rest of the year holds you, mate. Thank you. I'm excited just as much as you are. Trust me. It's <laughs> crazy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.